0: Mora conducts physician-led support groups, helping people live healthier, happier lives free from chronic diseases like diabetes, hypertension, and obesity. And on our podcast, Health and Mora with Dr. Lori Marvis, we bring to you nutrition and lifestyle medicine experts and extraordinary guests to empower and inspire you with their knowledge and stories of plant-based lifestyle so that you can be your healthiest self. Hi, Christina, it's good to see you. Good to see you, Rock. Yeah, hi, my name is Dr. Rock, It's uh, spelled R-A-K, pronounced R-O-C-K, and I'm here with Christina Lascano. We're both with Mora Medical. Mora Medical is a lifestyle medicine medical group. We help our patients. We help people thrive by reversing their chronic disease, losing weight, living their best life, all by taking control of their lifestyle habits. The food we eat, and how we manage stress, and how we love, connect with other people, and so today, um, I thought we would talk. We're here every week. I just want to thank all our listeners, viewers. Uh, we're here every week. We're here on Wednesdays, eleven a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can find us at Mora Medical or Mora.com. And if you're interested in uh, learning more about our services, becoming a patient, it's m o r a dot And Mora, by the way, do you know the name? You know the name, Christina. why? Why we have the name Mora?
1: Yeah, we we were gonna be Blueberry Health. That's right. Um, but then that's why our 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 logo actually looks like a smush blueberry. <laughs> um, right. But then.
0: Or the top when you look at the top of a blueberry.
1: Yeah, it kind of looks like the top of a blueberry. Yeah.
0: That's right. <clears throat> and then I think that like inevitably wasn't available in in all the places we we're operating and so mora was chosen. Mora means berry. It it's a blackberry or mulberry in Spanish. So it carries that berry tradition because berries are incredibly healthy. They're in fact, you know, we tell our patients, I tell myself, I should you should intentionally, in addition to eating a variety of fruits, you should intentionally eat berries every day. Mm. Berries are so good. So you can visit us at mora.com. We're in multiple states now. All the information is on our website and we do groups. We also do one-on-one appointments with plant-based clinicians, uh, lifestyle medicine certified and plant-based clinicians. So um, please visit us to find out more. So today... Uh, I was, I thought we'd talk about burnout, but burnout how it not thinking about burnout about our, our jobs that's often the conversation but actually when we get burnt out or or discouraged I guess would be another way to and we'll explore sort of what I mean by that but uh, on our health and wellness journey you know on this journey of becoming a healthier human and taking control of our health so, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm just, as I'm saying, I'm like, I'm framing it in the negative, but I think that's that's because that's how people experience it. So what are your thoughts when I, Christina, when I say that?
1: Yeah, I think it can be, it can be very difficult as you're making um, health changes, especially if you don't see results right away. I think people sometimes can get frustrated or feel defeated. Um, but I always try to think of it, <clears throat> maybe you know, as a learning experience, what what have we learned so far? And maybe sometimes we don't always give ourselves as much credit as we are due as Mm. well. Um, So I think that's something I see with my patients a lot. Sometimes they'll start to feel, oh, I haven't, you know, I have no wins this week or I haven't, you know, Mm. made any progress. And then we kind of dig deeper. And a lot of times there is something that they've progressed. They've learned something or they've made some small change. Um, So usually there's something and it's a mindset shift, I think, um, mm-hmm. as well. So that's kind of my first mm-hmm. thoughts as you as you mentioned that.
0: Absolutely. A lot of this is, yeah, not a lot of this, I think all of this is a mindset, right? It's, it's not that, well, I'll back up and say, you know, the, when we think about the word burnout, there's a formal definition, right? So it's chronic, physical, and emotional exhaustion, cynicism, and feelings of inefficacy, and we think about that. People think about that with their job, and um, and and yet it applies so directly. When I read when I read that, I was like, "Oh yeah, physical and emotional exhaustion, cynicism, and feelings of inefficacy." And it gets back to the things you said: is that um, you said people, you know, people are working really hard, and maybe they're not seeing results, or they're they're sort of looking at it like. Ah, this isn't this isn't going we- this isn't going the way that I I want it to go, and I think what happens is people then lose motivation. There's this, there can be this feeling of sort of overwhelm or or discouragement. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would I would say definitely the discouragement and over overwhelm as well. Both of those um, I see in my patients um, sometimes and. I've seen it in myself too, right? When we Mm -hmm. try something new and um, maybe are overwhelmed with all the new things we've got to learn, or um, we're discouraged that we're not, like I said before, not seeing maybe the results that we want to as fast. Um, And that can lead to to that emotional feeling discouraged. It can lead us to maybe sometimes feeling unmotivated when we get to that mental state, right? So then we'd maybe kind of track back a bit and go the other direction back to the way we were before. Um, So it kind of, you get to a crossroads and you're like, okay, well, I can change my mindset about this and focus Mm -hmm. on what things I have done well, um, or I can kind of feel, um, how should I say this? or I can let myself, you know, <laughs> go into that discouraged state. And that can, of mm. course, lead to, to not always the best outcomes, I would say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Cause I think you're right. I, I mean, I, I, on the other, I think you're right. I think, um, I think it's okay to feel dis- like to recognize like, well, I feel <laughs> discouraged and to, yeah. to kind of acknowledge it. Like we talk about that when we talk about self-compassion like, Yes. allowing what is right but then it's what you're saying it's like do you stay there do you then go to that place and sort of live in that discouraged place or do you come out of it and sort of say okay things aren't going as well let let's let's kind of look look bird's eye at what's going on you know and this is where I think what you know you ask yourself why why am I feeling this way right why am I feeling I mean, is is what I'm trying to do unrealistic mm. or 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 am I being overly strict on my, you know, strict on myself? I, I that That's, you know, often in the, my past, I think what has led me to sort of feel like, oh, I just can't do this. I can't. Actually, this whole session, I would say is motivated by a patient, a new patient I met a few days ago who told me uh, she was eating plant-based for a couple of years, uh, a few years ago and felt great. And then just, um, couldn't, she said, I couldn't do it anymore. Like there was so much pressure from family because family wasn't eating that way. It was like going to family events and things like that. And the pressure she said that she put on herself, the pressure she put on herself, she said, I couldn't do it anymore and it got me thinking it was just sort of like oh do we create these unrealistic expectations these strict standards that we have to follow i don't know does that what do you does that resonate with you at all
1: i mean yeah i definitely think so there's been times in my own life where i think i've i've definitely somebody that's a little bit more of a perfectionist um something hmm. i've actually on um not being that way but I could definitely resonate with your patient you know if you're making a change and then there's you also sometimes as a perfectionist you also kind of can be a people pleaser wanting to please other people and so Mm. it sounds like your patient may have also been wanting to do everything right but then also please those around her or like um you know be Cause you, you mentioned like going out to eat and social things, yeah. right? So then you're putting all this pressure on yourself to be perfect at the socializing, the perfect at the food, perfect at, you know, all That's these different right. things. And yeah, I mean, that can be so overwhelming. I mean, if you, I know I've gotten to a place before where, you know, it's like, I'm trying to be the best I can possibly be at all these different things. And I have such high standards for myself. And then if you're just not quite reaching all of those standard, you know, unrealistic standards that we've yeah. set for ourselves it can feel very defeating (laughs) and you get to a point where you're like, oh my goodness, you know, is this, is, is what I, and then I think that's when we say, okay, you can feel the defeat, feel the discouragement. um, But then also it's, it's Mm. an opportunity to to learn, like I said, and also maybe reassess, reassess your, your standards, reassess those. If you, if you maybe set too high of standards or, or maybe it could be, you decided you wanted to eat whole food plant-based and <clears throat> you went all in, um, but it was overwhelming, right? And you got discouraged after yeah. a week because you were like, okay, I'm, I've got to learn how to cook again, right? Um, and maybe looking back and saying, okay, maybe I'll do 50% plant-based for the next okay. co- week and then I'll kind of work my way up. Maybe 100% was yeah. too much for me. That was too overwhelming. And so, and for some people, 100% is fine. Um, and some people, 25% is too much. So it's, everybody's different too. And I think looking back and, and assessing and maybe re-changing our standards for ourselves a little bit and saying, mm-hmm. okay, this is what I'm going to try to meet this next week. Um,
0: Can't yeah. be helpful. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's beautiful, that, right? Like this idea that we're trying to live up to a perfect standard that doesn't even exist, one, but we, we often have these uh, ideals in our head. And this is something I talk about with our patients a lot is that, you know, habits are great, but many things, especially with regards to our eating and movement they're not necessarily habits they can't be because the context is always changing like our day-to-day so many things are changing so you have to sort of make the choices and decisions mm-hmm. and so if you can if those choices or decisions are guided by okay i only can do the perfect thing or nothing then you see how you're gonna then often default to nothing and and that is i think what what creates this, uh, discouragement then this sense of, oh, I can't do this. So it's, it's re like you said, rebalancing your expectations, um, at that point. Good. I I think it's, let's talk a little bit more about if you first is, I think, recognizing that you're, you might be burnt out from, from, and why, and why you're feeling, you know, do you have some emotional exhaustion or, or cynicism when it comes to your personal health. Like, that's a conversation to have with yourself. Um, and, you know, it, you'll know it if you're not doing the things that, you know, actually make you feel good. I mean, I it's as a reminder, too, that all these things we're doing actually are an opportunity to feel good. So if you're not doing those things, you often feel worse, right? It's It sort of um, feeds on itself. Like, I, I'm burnt out about you know, my fitness and my health. And so i stop going on walks and, you know, just start ordering out and guess what? I'm going to feel even worse and more fatigued and more probably cynical. And um, so it's one recognizing you are in that state and then kind of, how do you pull yourself out? How do you pull yourself out? I'll ask you that, Christina.
1: Mm. <laughs> How if somebody's in out? that
0: right yeah. now, somebody yeah. listening is watching is like, you know what? That describes me. I'm in that right now. Like, what's my well, first thing? You can come to Mora.com, yeah. and we're happy to work with you. But aside from that, Christina, like, what would you what would you say to
1: someone? Well, I think like you said, I, I what you said was was fantastic. It number one is recognition because if we don't realize that we're in that state, it can we're not going to change, right? So um, I think after once we recognize, you mentioned this, actually asking yourself, why? Why am I in this state? I think that would be the next step is really kind of either reflecting on that journaling on that. um, Just thinking about, Mm -hmm. you know, why? Why have I gotten to this? Why am I burnt out? And then kind of working backwards and thinking, well, what, what, and then think about too, your goal again, you know, reassess and go back to your, why, why, why did I make Mm. these changes to begin with? So why is, why am I here? Why did I get here? And then re like reflect on that, but then also reflect again on why you made the changes in the beginning and then figure Mm. out kind of where the disconnect is. Um, And I Mm. think that is where the key is where you'll find, okay, I need to find joy in this again, right? Maybe maybe we did it in a way that it wasn't, wasn't great. Maybe we went plant-based and we were just making beans and rice and like didn't add anything to it and it was very plain and we weren't finding any joy in our food. <laughs> maybe that's an example. No. Maybe looking back and saying, well, I wanted to go plant-based to have more joy in life. I mean, and really, that yeah. boils down to that's why most people in some manner – they want to have more joy, whether that's more traveling, more time with family, less medicines, whatever that looks like. Um, so how can we maybe the, mm. maybe there was a disconnect there. What can we do to learn how to make our food taste better so that we still have that joy in our food? Mm. Um, mm. That would be kind of my my next step uh, the why. But in two okay. guys, different whys. That's
0: beautiful. Yeah. So first step is recognizing is that sort of awareness and then re- acknowledging where you are. Maybe allowing yourself to feel those things, but then I heard something really cool you said, which was just recommitting to why you're doing this in the first place. Never mind like what the changes are. You know, it's like, why is it important for me to be healthy? Like, why, why, why am I even? Why do I even care about these? And you said something else which I love. You said that sort of reconnecting with the joy in making these changes. You know, these are not punishments. And so our burnout may often come from that cynicism and, and and feeling like we are not adhering to a punishment, and and that that doesn't feel good for anyone. So I don't burn, I don't blame someone who feels burnt out, uh, that in that way, you know. And then you said, and I agree completely. It's like asking yourself, like, what are the changes I can make? What. Is right for me in this moment, right? And what what would feel good for me, you know? And and the food should taste good, absolutely. Like, right? If you're talking about plant based, yeah, I totally agree. Like, and if it doesn't, then that's the problem I I'm gonna solve. You know, it's like we talk about how um, Shad Helmstetter, you know, talks about writing down your goal, and then what is it? Writing down like the three barriers. And uh, those barriers become your next steps. You're right.
1: Yeah,
0: it's him who says that, right? Yes. Yeah. I think so. That's am Getting all my.
1: Yep. Yeah. To yeah. To get yeah. Back to the, those those three those three barriers then become your your first three steps to achieving your goal. Basically, it, yeah. it's figuring out how to accomplish those barriers or take them away. Oh. that's
0: right so you may write down yeah uh food doesn't taste good it's taking me way too long to prepare mm,
1: yeah and then yeah, ask yourself
0: better. okay how do i make the food taste better uh qu- more quickly that that's the problem you're trying to solve and then guess what once you know the problem like there's tons of resources we have resources and support but online there's tons of resources like i always tell people like you're not the first person thankfully who's decided that they want to live healthier and eat tasty food. <laughs> like, there, there are many people before you who have said that's, I don't want the rest of my my new, you know, substance to be like a punishment for the going forward. So, so, and I don't want to spend hours in the kitchen, right? Most of us don't have time to do that. So that may be why you're burnt out because every time you were going, I'm going to pick out this new recipe and I don't have these groceries and I got to spend an hour at the store. And that sounds exhausting. I mean, some people enjoy that. And, and the people who enjoy that, they figured out like how to do those Like they know how to get ingredients together really quickly, like got better at it, you know? So it's not something you 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 have to get good at unless you, unless you enjoy it or you want to, it just, um, recognize that if that's burning you out, good. Okay, and then um, other strategies, Christina, that you think about, like for for kind of preventing or overcoming this type of burnout.
1: Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, when we make some type of change, it can be helpful to think about um, making a very realistic goal for ourselves and I think we kind of touched on that before but uh, making sure that whatever goal you're setting for yourself is realistic and achievable and attainable Mm -hmm. um, because that's when once you and and measurable so we use smart goals a lot at Mora um, so something that you can achieve you know in the next week that's measurable that's attainable right Um, and I think Mm -hmm. when we make things attainable like if somebody's let's say not exercising, and they want to start doing more physical activity, maybe saying I'm going to do an hour of activity every day for this next week might be Mm -hmm. might Uh work for you. And that would be fantastic. But if it may not, and that might be a big lofty goal. So maybe saying I'm going to do 10 minutes of walking first thing in the morning, every day before I eat breakfast. And then you've got mm. this very chainable thing that you can then look back on and say, "Okay, I did it," and that can be very motivating, and that can help prevent burnout. But when we say, "I'm going to go, I'm going to walk an hour every day," and then you know, where did we find that hour? Our future self is not going to be some, you know, fan. You know, I think sometimes we think about our future self as being this future person that is has more time than we, our present person, has. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: that has like, you know.
0: We may, we may be better at, at utilizing our time, but you're right. <laughs> Sometimes we sort of like, we start things and then we're we're like, oh, wait, I have to, you know, there's not a realization that I have to sort of continue this indefinitely. Or we start things and well-intentioned. Um, and so you said somebody might pick an hour a day, they do it for, for five days, and then the the body is starts saying you know they in their head are saying okay i can keep going i can keep going body's saying no you you're not right like this isn't working for me i feel fatigued it's my body's hurting like and so listening to those things i always tell people when they're starting movement i tell myself this too actually you know i started um i started doing yoga uh, recently and the program I'm using is they have a beginner's series and then they have an absolute beginner series, which they wrote is like good for seniors and people with low fitness. And I started there and it's like 10 to 15 minutes a day. Mm. And it's so short and I'm like, like but I'm and it, but I'm enjoying it and I'm looking forward to it. Actually, every day now I'm looking forward to it. So here I'm doing it pretty much every day. I was telling myself when I started, I want to do it three times a week. Now I'm doing it every day because it's only, I look forward to it. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do it. And I'm starting to look forward to the next series, which will be 30 minutes, but I haven't even moved there yet because I tell people you should feel better at the end of your workout. So the body remembers that body says next time, I want to go, I want to go. Because when your body feels that way and says that, you know, then you don't have to outthink your body. You don't have to then like convince yourself. And I think that's where people get burnt out is that they're constantly using willpower. They're constantly using willpower. They're saying, I have to do this. I got to set the alarms. I got to, and that's good when you're starting to kind of cue you. And, but if it doesn't feel good for you, at least initially, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. That's, that's the recipe to kind of lead to, to burnout, I think.
1: I agree. I mean, we mentioned it a number of times already, but trying to find joy in, Hmm. in whatever it is that you're, that whatever it is that you're doing. And if there's no joy there, then, you know, I've had a patient tell me once, well, what's the point of making these changes if it's not going to, Bring me any joy because i want joy in the future but if i'm miserable in the present doing these things and then then, you know it's not sustainable it's not that's not sustainable long term and the goal here is to make these changes that are going to be long term so that we can prevent disease right reverse disease (laughs) get off medications long term so yeah i think have
0: more energy be more functional, right exactly exactly finding joy
1: is huge but I want to say yeah. one other thing you with, with uh, burnout too is that I think it's important, like you said. I think you said it earlier, but um, just recognizing that most people, I would say, I would say probably everybody experiences burnout at some point and some level of their life, and some facet of their life. So it could be work, Absolutely. it could be personal life, could be their health, Absolutely. whatever. Um, and so I think also just recognizing going back to that, like mindful self-compassion, recognizing that you're not alone, that this happens. Mm. It's a part of human nature, right? For us to, to have some, to, you know, have this at some points in our lives and, and it's okay. And I think just recognizing that you're not alone is, is also key mm. Um, mm. at helping to pick yourself back up if you do get to that
0: point. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love that reminder. Absolutely. It's uh it's it's a reminder to be kind to ourselves, right? Like our that it goes back to these sort of unrealistic expectations we have, but um, a recognition that we're not the only people experiencing this. Yeah, this is sort of a shared, universal experience.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this is one of the the power the powerful things of of being in groups at Mora is that you're in a you're you're meeting generally weekly with a group of people that where this is all their priority, their priority is to take control of their health and to commune with other people that are connecting about th- on their journey of self-improvement. And so there's like this power to that, that, you know, it's hard to describe, but people, you know, I mean, I think people listening, they know what that that that's like, you know, not everyone in your life is going to get this, is going to get you like why you're doing this, why you're making changes. I, I, I often, remember my own journey, like encountering people in my life, sometimes the closest people to you or resistant to that, They're resistant to that, because they're like, this isn't the version of you that I know, you know, it's hard enough for ourselves sometimes to acknowledge that we're changing or that our values may be changing, but for other people, people, especially people who know us really well, it can be, it can be very hard. So, um, just recognizing that, recognizing that, you know, not everyone. So to be with a group of people that get you, that get that, that understand like, no, this is all actually why we're here. This is what's important to us too. There's, there's a power to that.
1: That um, was beautifully said. We actually have a comment um, or in the oh, chat. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy says, the constant bombardment of advertising of a meat-centric society weighs so heavy. For every plant-based advertising, there are 100 meat-based ones, brainwashing and taxing. Yeah. Christina, your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, it's it's difficult. I mean, I live in Texas, right? So um, most of my surroundings, people I come in contact with, most of the food, and the restaurants and things, I mean, it's all very meat heavy. And so I totally understand um, you, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. It can be difficult when, you know, and then we watch TV and there's commercials for for fast mm-hmm. food and different things like that. And yeah. it can be very hard if, if those are very tempting for us, right? And then we're seeing advertisements for it. Um, and yeah, it, it can be very difficult, but I would say, you know, recognizing that, going back again to your why. And so why are you making these changes? Yeah, you know, the, the advertisements make things look great. Restaurants don't have, care about our health, right? Restaurants just want us to come back and they want the food to taste good. So we're gonna add lots of salt and fat yeah. and, you know, they don't necessarily care about our health. So we have to kind of take our health into, you know, consideration when we decide where we wanna eat. And so I think just recognizing okay, what was my why? Why am I making these changes? Why am I whole food plant-based? Um, and and then saying, you know what? I am somebody that doesn't eat meat um, for X, Y, and Z yeah. reasons. Um, and then recognizing that and like remembering that um, can be helpful when you see those restaurants, when you see those commercials, when you interact with people and they ask you why you're not eating meat, right? going back to your why can be really helpful to prevent that burnout feeling.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Jeremy, to your to your point also, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think uh, that kind of 100 to 1 ratio, you know, several years ago was like 1000 to 1. So maybe that's some progress. And, um, you know, things like The broccoli, there's no broccoli industry, unfortunately, (laughs) like they don't spend a lot on advertising. There is like probably a national broccoli board or something, but their budget is like tiny, tiny compared to, um, I was at a a race recently. I did this foreign race and it was one of the sponsors was like Sun Gold um, Kiwis. And they were actually giving, normally they give bananas out at the end of the race. They're giving bananas out, but they were also giving Kiwis out with a little um, compostable spoon. So you could eat it.
1: Right? I love that. Scoop
0: it out and eat it anyway. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I love that that the Kiwi Company is sponsoring this and and giving out kiwis to everyone." And, and anyway, so but yeah. I think Jeremy, we'll see yeah. more.
1: I think we'll see more and more of it. I mean, even since I've gone through my own personal journeys, I've had friends mention. That I've talked to you about it, even you know years ago, and they were like, "Oh, okay, know, yeah, I'm that I'm glad that works for you," kind of thing, right? <laughs> and then now they're mm-hmm. like, "You know what?" Because most a lot of my friends are PAS, and um, recently one of my friends said, "You know what? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of reading, and I think you're right. Like, plant based is the way to go. I've been recommending it to my patients." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing! Yes, thank you. This is fantastic." And um, I think the, there's a movement and it's 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 growing. You know, the American College of Lifestyle Medicine was really small a few years back and now they have to basically rent out the most the largest conference in right. for their Thousands conferences. Of people, Thousands so, of people I mean, coming to
0: the
1: conference now.
0: now, yeah. We started yeah you know, in a room with a handful of people, 9, thousands mm-hmm. of people. It's one of the, it's the fastest growing movement in medicine. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hear you, I feel it. That's, that's, this company was born out of that about that, around this movement. And this, this, this is what people need, but this is also what people want. I always say, Christina, you ask anyone. I ask all my patients, why do you want to be healthy? And I have never once, never, ever, ever once been told by any of them, a doctor, I don't want to be healthy. So it's a universal, there's not many things that universally I can say, but everybody wants to be healthy. Now you can get into what people conceptualize what that means, actually, it means different things for different people, but um, we don't have a healthcare system unfortunately that prioritizes the things that are necessary to help people take control of their health. So that is why we exist. And I think with that, we'll sort of wrap things up and remind people we are Mora Medical. You can find us at mora.com. We're in multiple states now, um, namely California, Florida, New York, Texas, where Christina is, um, and multiple more. So please visit our website. We accept insurance. Um, We also have a free masterclass, help you lose weight, help you take control of your health. You can find that on our website as well at mora.com Up at the top. Uh, it says free masterclass. And um, Christina, any anything you'd like to say to close things out to our listeners and viewers?
1: Yeah, I mean. One other thing with the masterclass is we actually created one recently that's not only for weight loss too. So um, if you if weight loss isn't your goal, then there's also another option there yeah. on the website. The so process. if you want to reverse disease, um, then you can still access that masterclass and um, get some really valuable information there. Um, and if you are in a place of of kind of burnout discouragement, please schedule an appointment with one of us, we'll be more than happy to help you maybe find your joy again um, and, and get you back on track. So uh, yeah. I think my biggest thing is that. trying to find joy in what you're doing. And um, if you find joy in it, then it's going to be more sustainable and you'll be able to more easily reach your goals.
0: Awesome, oh, I love that. Yeah, it's about finding the joy in these things. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just a couple last comments before we sign off, because always learning said, plant-based has made a huge beneficial difference to my health. It has reversed the hardening of my arteries, and that is true. We know that a whole food plant-based diet can re- indeed reverse um, atherosclerosis or the blockages that are caused in blood vessels. Um, and then Jeremy says, "Thanks. I'm ne- I'm not going to eat meat again." And then NC Ever. So I think you're asking for North Carolina. We're not in North Carolina yet, um, but we are ever expanding our footprint across the country. So um, you can certainly get a lot of, like I said, free resources on our website, Jeremy, regardless if you're a patient of ours or not. So please consider visiting our website and share. Share this stream, share our website, share our service. Uh, with friends and family and people that you know, everyone you know, like I said, wants to be healthy. So this service is made for everyone, all right? And uh, great to see all of you here. We'll see you back here next week and have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday, wonderful week ahead. Take care.
1: Thanks for watching and I hope you enjoyed that video. Before you go though, please hit the subscribe and alert buttons so you don't miss out on any of the amazing content we're working so hard to provide you. We upload a new episode of Health & Mora with Dr. Lori Marbus every Friday. Now, if you'd rather listen to the podcast, you can find us on all the major platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and even Spotify. If you're looking for amazing resources to help you start and sustain a plant-based diet, exercise, recipes, or anything wellness, We got you covered there, too, because at Mora, we actually provide physician-led support groups to help people live happier, healthier lives free of metabolic disease. Don't forget to check out our website at mora.com, and thanks again for watching.